You're listening to the Home Staging Show podcast. I'm your host, Cindy Lin. This is a show where we talk about all things real estate, home staging, and selling a home to live and to sell. Welcome back. This is episode 119. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Home Staging Show and Happy New Year. I know it's almost the end of January, but still, Happy New Year. You haven't heard it from me yet. One of the things I recently did is I went live yesterday in our Facebook group and also on Instagram as well. To give you the recap of our 2020, also my personal recap as well, and where some of the goals that I have for the school this year, and then some of the really exciting updates we have upcoming for next month. So we're doing a giant giveaway to celebrate our 15th anniversary and also the Lunar New Year because I'm back home in Taiwan this year for the Lunar New Year, which hasn't happened I think for the last five or six years or so. So it's very special to me. And then in my culture, we give out these red envelopes、uh, to people as a sign of good fortune. They usually have money in them or sweets, like little chocolate coins and stuff. And then we call them the lucky bags or red envelopes, whatever you want to call them. So we're giving away 88 little lucky bag prizes in our giveaway. So you can actually win our full accelerator program for an entire year. You can win starter membership subscription. You can win all these different courses we have in our school. You can also win gift certificate to our school, ranging from fifty dollars to a thousand dollars, and lots of other goodies like free entries into home staging award. Which is also coming out soon, and StagerCon replays. So there are lots of great prizes, 88 of them. So your chance of winning is actually very good, since in the past years we only give away one prize. So yeah, definitely keep your eye out. We'll be announcing it soon on our Instagram, on our Facebook, in our newsletter as well. If you're on our newsletter, you'll find out earlier than everyone else when it goes live. The other thing we're doing is for our anniversary on the twenty eighth for that weekend, Saturday and Sunday, we are doing a Beanie Sager Con. So we're doing a Sager Con retreat. So all the details are in this episode. Definitely have a listen and let me know what are some of your big goals for this year and what are some of the major milestones for you in twenty twenty. Feel free to leave me a comment on the show notes or leave a comment in our Facebook group. That's it. Let's start the show. Hi guys! So we are live on Instagram, but also on Facebook as well in our private Facebook group. So yeah, I thought Happy New Year. I know it's the end of January. I cannot believe it. Like next week is February, but I thought it would be nice to actually do a live from Taiwan. Actually, I'm back home, hanging out with my family. I figure if I'm gonna be in lockdown or quarantine, I might as well be back home in Taiwan to be with my family. And also, it's Lunar New Year coming up soon, so I thought it would be really nice to actually be home this year to be with everyone. So I just want to say hello to everyone. And if you're watching the replay, thank you so much for watching the replay. But yeah, I just want to say hello and pop in and talk about a few things that's coming up in Sage Moore. I never really done kind of like. The the roundup of what how it was for us for 2020. So I thought this could be a really good opportunity to say that、uh, to actually talk about what's happening and also what's happening for this upcoming year. We got some really exciting things coming up that we had planned behind the scene with the team. So yeah, so I thought it would be nice to pop in and say hi. I haven't done a Facebook live. Right down the launch, like when we did the get more home staging client challenge a couple weeks ago, 
but I actually haven't gone live on Instagram for a long time. So I thought, why not? Like, so it's really silly setup. I have my laptop here, but I was on my phone, so I can go live on both. But yeah, it's great to see everyone. So, and also I'm going to pull the audio for the podcast. So everyone who subscribed to our podcast can also follow my year-end review, but also listen to what's coming up. In, uh, next in the new year. So yeah, so I just want to give you some quick roundup of 2020. So I got my trusty worthy notebook here. It's really, it's actually a really simple notebook. My mom gave me this. It's like a annual planner. Her bank gave it to her. <laughs> and I was like, well, if you don't want to use it, I'll use it. It's just like really simple kind of a planner, but I basically just plot out all my to-dos. My favorite part is when it's like this, when there's like all these uh, marker lines crossing over my to-do list. Yeah, so I've been busy planning out curriculum, uh, planning out new courses for you guys. There's some really exciting things coming up. We're working with a subject expert right now to work on a CE course for our students so that you can use that as an opportunity to generate leads for your real estate agent. Um, especially now, I think a lot of places are still in lockdown or in general, this is still kind of the slow time in real estate anyway. So it's actually a really nice time for you to go out there and start teaching, um, start doing presentation for your marketing, whether it's online or if you can do it in person, do it in person. But online right now probably is more preferable because, uh, you know, COVID. But yeah, so I just want to share with you a few big things that happened in 2020. So obviously, we can't really talk about 2020 without talking about COVID. But And so uh, many of you may know, if you listen to the podcast or watch some of the lives, I moved to uh, London at the end of 2019 to study for my master program in photography and documentary photography and photojournalism. And... Even though it unexpectedly turned into an online course <laughs> at the last semester, it was still good. Like I finished it with uh, distinction, which I guess is the honors. Uh, I don't get the English grading system. If you get a 60, it's actually considered a B plus in the States. Yeah, it's really confusing to me. So, so yeah, so I finished my MA. Yay! Uh, it was quite a feat, I think, to be able to do a final major project from my apartment in the lockdown. It actually was a really great opportunity because I'm from Taiwan originally, and Taiwan has been colonized since 1600s by six different government or countries. So we were colonized in the 1600s by Spain and then Netherlands and the Ming Dynasty of China and then Qing Dynasty of China. And then after that, Japan colonized us in the beginning of the 19th century. And then after World War II, when Americans dropped the atomic bomb in Japan, so Japan lost the war. And then so Taiwan went back. Well, we went back to quote-unquote independence, but it's governed by another government as well. So it's the KMT government that came from China. So all, all in all, like we went through six different governing bodies. And so my grandparents were born probably like 20 years in of the Japanese colonization. So there's actually a lot of family history that, that sounded very Hollywood movie-like. And I always kind of want to investigate it. Like there's a rumor about my grandfather who was a spy. Or my dad thinks so. My dad thinks everyone is a spy at the time, basically. But I end up actually investigating that rumor. And 
surprisingly, I was able to find on the online digital archive about my grandfather and how he was investigated. So there was like all these interesting things in the family history I was able to work on in my last semester in lockdown in my um, master program. Um, and we did our very first Stager Con. It's our conference. So we got 1,012, wait, let me see. No, 1,012 people registered for our very first online virtual Stager Con. And it's actually never been done in the home staging industry before. So that was super exciting. It was something I never done before to be able to organize a conference in lockdown, completely virtual and a thousand people showed up. That was absolutely amazing. And we also did our first international home staging awards. So that was really exciting. 10 countries submitted. We got a total of 220 projects submitted. And in total, we got 1,211 photos submitted all in all for the awards. We're going to open up the early bird submission for the awards soon at the end of next month. So if you don't know, uh, next month, at the end of the month, on the 28th, it's our company anniversary. So we're going to turn 15. Yay! So we're actually going to do a StagerCon mini retreat. So it's like a mini StagerCon. I'm super excited. We've been planning about this. And I also added three team members at the end of last year. Because the school is growing. I wanted to really make sure we can service everyone, not only just our students, but also our larger community as well. Because I love teaching. I love doing the podcast. I love StagerCon. I love being able to do the awards. I think those things are really, really exciting to bring to the community. So I want to do it better. And so for our mini SagerCon, I keep calling it baby SagerCon, but it's, we're calling it SagerCon Retreat. That is an official name. Um, but yeah, so all the team member, actually except Kendall, who is our project manager, um, both Courtney, our social media manager, our marketing manager, and John, our new student coach, they are all going to teach a session. So we're going to talk about pricing. We're going to talk about social media. We're going to talk about inventory as well. Um, so registration will be opening pretty soon. I'm trying to finish up the last minute logistics on that just to make sure we're testing all the technology before it goes out to you guys live. If you're on our newsletter, you'll definitely get that sometime soon. Uh, we're going to start opening up the registration. So that's really exciting. All right. Uh, we also added six new courses last year, which is absolutely insane uh, while going through a master program full time. But I was very happy that we were able to do that. So thank you so much for those of you who become our students last year. Thank you so much for your support, especially during COVID. I'm really, really feeling really honored that you're able to be with us and then also chose us for your staging education. So that's really exciting. Um, personally, I also moved country twice. So after my master program was over, I moved back to the States in November. And then my mom decided we should just all move back to Taiwan for the time being. And then so now I'm in Taiwan. Hello. This is where I'm from originally. And then I also luckily, one of my projects for my photography, I got shortlisted for an award. So that was really exciting. I was also involved in a couple online exhibitions, so that was really good. And then the other thing that was really exciting, Station More Wise, is we got a brand refresh. And actually, someone emailed me the other day and asked me about the new logo. Like, what does it mean? Uh, it, it looks kind of like a moon. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. You noticed that. When I saw the mock-up of our new logos, and I really liked this one, because it does remind me of a moon, especially that little sliver underneath. And I really like the idea of that. I, I love I love the idea of the moon, first of all, because I think it's 
feminine, but still very strong. It's still very important. A lot of things are actually affected by moon. For example, the ocean, the tides. So it's actually a very integral part. And I, I like that it's not so visible and so bright like the sun. And I like that it's kind of in a way like a background support, kind of feel like how it is for the school as well. And the other thing, I also like the idea of having a cycle because we talk about moon, you know, there's cycles that going through from very new moon to half moon to a full moon and then go back to a half moon and a new moon and it disappear for a few days. And I think that in a way, it's a really great metaphor for running a home staging business or running any business in general, because there are cycles that we go through. There are days where you go through, you feel like it's really full, like it's amazing. You're having all these great energy, but there are days where you're just like, oh, I need to like pull back and then re-nurture myself. And so I thought it was a really great way for us to move forward as a school with this new kind of metaphor and analogy. And the other thing I like is our brand designer, because I talk about the different sub-brands that we have, like the podcast, the SagerCon, the awards. And so she was able to change out the graphic underneath it for different things that we're doing. So if you're looking at our SagerCon pages now, that's going to be revealed pretty soon. It's going to have a slightly different logo underneath it. Or if you look at our podcast, for example, some of the podcast materials we have, it's a slightly different graphic underneath it as well. So I kind of like that there's, it's still kind of like a family, but there's also like small separation as well. So yeah, so that's really exciting. Last year on the podcast, our podcast was downloaded 52,831 times last year. So that was really exciting. And then 63,134 people visited our website. So thank you so much. And I think one of the biggest challenges I ran into last year was really a lot of growing pains in terms of I have a vision for what I want for the home staging school and how do I hold that space together to make sure that we can move forward in a healthy way that is sustainable, but also still making sure our students feel really taken care of. So that was one of the main things that was really challenging for me because I loved the experience of SagerCon. It was absolutely amazing. But after SagerCon, I got really, really sick. I got sick twice back to back. I had a really bad stomach flu, which was basically an infection. I was down for like two weeks or so. I really couldn't work for the first week. I was just super uncomfortable. I was really lethargic all the time and then just feeling pukey all the time. And then I got, right after that, I got a skin infection that was like over my, you can still see some of the scar tissues on my hands. It was over my forearm. It was never, like I always had kind of eczema, but it was never this bad. It spread over my arms. And because it was COVID, I couldn't go into a clinic to look at it. So I had to like take lots of photo and then send it over to the clinic for them to subscribe me medication and stuff. So it was really uncomfortable, but it was something that I really learned in the hard way as usual. Like I really need to take care of myself better. And then also I need to figure out how can I grow the business without killing myself, which I think also a lot of home staging business owners run into as well. It just, it's just normal. You know, you want to do the best for your home staging business, but also it's really challenging sometimes because you know, especially if you're a one-woman show, and this is why I made the decision of hiring uh, a new person. And so I actually made the decision of hiring just one position. I only want to hire an admin person. I think it's really important if you are on the cusp of 
growing, it's really important to figure out what are some of the things that are burning you out in your business. For example, admin is a really big one. And so I want to hire an admin person also to start helping me with a lot of logistics and stuff. And then I was very lucky when we put out the application process, roughly 100 people applied. And I was very lucky that I found three different people that I feel have amazing talent, really interesting skill set. Even though I was hiring only one position, I ended up bringing all three of them on. And I thought that was, I was very lucky. And then so you're going to start seeing them popping up in our social media and also at our upcoming mini SagerCon as well. So Kendall, who's our project manager, John is our student coach. He used to run operation for a seven-figure home staging business. So I thought he would have amazing skill set. And the funny thing is he actually applied to be our admin person. I was like, no, actually, you have all this experience running a home staging company that is seven figure. You have to be our student coach. And so now John is on and helping me figuring out also the curriculum for this year. So like I said early on on the live that we are actually planning to roll out a CE course that you guys can take to apply for your own state as well. Because I think especially now, I don't know how COVID is going to pan out, to be honest. I don't know if certain cities will go back into lockdown. But either way, it's still a really great opportunity regardless for you to learn how to teach. I think teaching is a really important and then a very great way to build credibility in a very short time to also establish yourself in a really organic way in front of your potential client. So that's why we're going to roll out a new C course. We're also working on a course about doing Airbnbs. We're also working on a course about vacant staging. We're also working on something about consultations. So it's really exciting, but I also need help to make sure we can execute all of it and then still be able to support our students. Um, so my theme for the year, so I was thinking like, what what are some of the thing, like things I want to hold myself accountable for moving forward? Because now the team is bigger with the business. I also want to be able to hold the space and be able to support not only make sure I am taken care of, but also make sure I can support my team. Oh, I also, I forgot to talk about Courtney. Oh my God, how can I forgot to talk about Courtney? So Courtney is also amazing. Courtney actually works as a doula. It's really interesting. My grandmother is actually a midwife. So I find occupations like doula or midwife has some sort of weird familiarity for me because my grandmother was a midwife. But yeah, Courtney is super calm and she never gets stressed out. She is the one that's helping us with our marketing. You already probably see her in our Facebook group, the Home Staging Show Facebook group. She helping me coordinate all the social media content, recording new things, etc., etc. So yeah, so we got three amazing team new members. Kendall, I really didn't talk about her earlier. I'm sorry, but Kendall is our project manager. She's based in South Africa. So her hours are slightly different than rest of us. But it's really funny now our team is super international. Like I'm in Taiwan. John is in East Coast, and Courtney is on the West Coast, and then Kendall is in South Africa. So, But we're hoping with all these different hours, we're able to service everyone a bit better. So yeah, going back to my goal this year, for me, I think it's really important to be able to hold this space, not only for the students, for the community, but also for the team as well. So I want to make sure everyone's really supported. So when I was really doing journaling and reflection of what I want, what my theme to be this year, the first thing I thought about is growth and then also focus. 
Because one of the things I am really working on myself all the time is really, like I find I'm most effective and most productive when I have a set routine and a set schedule. So one of the first things I did when I moved back to Taiwan, because I'm going to be here for until at least mid-April, one of the things that was a little bit stressful last year was my mom had a small stroke. And so her mobility is affected. And this is also why I want to be a little bit closer to my family this year. My sister is also having some health issues. I also had a bunch of health issues last year. That's really affecting how I am this year. This last couple of weeks ago when I was teaching live whole week, it was three o'clock in the afternoon in Pacific Standard Time. It was actually seven o'clock in the morning here in Taipei. And so I was getting up at 5.45 every morning that week to prep for our live, for the teaching. And so immediately I noticed my skin flare up came back in a really bad way. And so then I had to stop working for a couple of days and for myself to heal. And so those are some of the things I really need to be careful of. Because I turned 40 last year. And it's funny because I don't feel 40 at all, but my body reminds me all the time that I cannot work the hours I used to work. And so self-care is really, really important. And that's one of my big things, I think, this year. And the other thing, too, is that now I have a co-working space. I come in almost every day. It's become a really good routine for me, actually, because it's really hard for me to work at home, actually, especially here in Taipei. I'm basically living in my parents' house. And I, so I never really have a space that I feel like it's mine. Whereas with a co-working space, I have a desk, I have my own drawers, and I have my space. I can come in whenever I want. So it, it's really helpful for me to feel grounded. And I also did travel a lot in the past few years. And so I kind of crave the, the feeling of feeling settled in some spaces. But the other things I really want is create. I want to be able to keep creating courses for our students to find what are some of the really great products out there that people really need. So one of the things we've been asked is, like, can you create a social calendar like for stagers? Because we, also, we always need ideas of what to do in our social media updates. So I was like, oh, great, let's work on that. But it, it takes time. It also takes focus to roll out new products that is quality. That's really important for me because, as you can tell, even in the free trainings, I never give you fluff. It's never about selling courses. It's about giving you the value and key takeaway you can use in your staging business immediately. Same thing with our podcast. When the, the guests come on and they start plugging their product, I will actually stop the interview and then tell them that, I'm sorry, like we really need to focus on what is the giveaway here. There is time for you to talk about your product or your courses or your coaching program, but it's really important for me and for my audience that they're getting what they need out of the podcast episode. So for us, it's really always about providing the value for our students and also for our community. And that's one of my core values. Um, so that's something really I push for even with the team is that we always have to strive to provide value in everything that we do. And the other thing I want to do is abundance. I think it's very, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm back in Taiwan. It's all these values I was taught when I was a kid kind of start flowing back to me. But the last thing I really thought about was love. And love is not really romantic. I mean, I'm single. I'm in my 40. Dating is whatever. But I think it's really important to have love for yourself, your love for your work. Passion is really important for me. That's why I love doing the podcast, because I love hearing the passion in people's voices. 
It's really exciting for me to work with people who are passionate about their job, who feels really good about what they do, because ultimately we spend probably at least a third of our time at work, if not more, actually.、Um, typically, we're talking about eight hours a week, eight hours a day, right? It would be great if we can work eight hours a week, but eight hours a day. So we spend a third of our day at work. So that's pretty much a third of our life, if not more. Some of us work more than eight hours a day. So it's really important that you're passionate about what you do, and this is also why I love teaching. Because usually our students are very passionate and very serious about building their home staging business, and that's something that really drives me. Even though I'm not a morning person, I have to get up at five forty-five in the morning to teach. That's okay because I love what I do, and I feel very grateful that I'm able to run my business from not only in the states, but also when I was in the UK. But also now I'm living back in Taiwan. I'm able still to run my business, and for me, I consider myself very fortunate to be able to do that. So love for work is very important for me. Love for myself. So again, like I got really sick all the time, so I really need to take care of myself better. So one of the things I usually do now is block out. So Monday is my mom's physical therapy day. I take her to physical therapy. We do water therapy, which is kind of silly looking. And we also go to a hot spring because the hot water is really good for joints. And in Taiwan, we have tons of hot springs that we can just take、uh, metro to, like half an hour, an hour. So usually on Monday, I block it out where I go to water therapy with my mom. And so that's also the day where I kind of regenerate myself and then regroup. And so my team members know that on Monday I'll, I will not be as in touch as usual, but they can still reach out to me at any time. So yeah, I think love for yourself is very important, and also I think. Being a woman, like traditionally, especially in my culture, in Asian culture, I mean, there's still a lot of things that are, I don't know. Like, actually, one of my photography project was all about that. It was all about because in Asia, we have this term called leftover women, and it's basically if you're not married at, after a certain age, you're considered leftover. And some of the language associated with it is very disturbing, to, to lack of a better word. So, for example. In China, like some age as early as twenty-five, you're considered a leftover woman. In Taiwan, where I'm from, the age is a bit higher, it's like thirty, thirty-five. So in major cities in China, it's about twenty-nine or thirty. But yeah, like leftover woman is considered literally like leftover, like leftover food, and they're disposable, they're thrown away. In Japan, they're described as. Leftover Christmas cake—that's basically out of season. No one wants. Just go straight into the bin, and it's yeah, it's really really terrible thing. And and so for me, as a modern woman, as a modern Asian woman, it makes me reevaluate what exactly is my self worth because I just turned forty two months ago, and obviously I'm not married. I don't have children. So is my value as a woman? Is that associated with simply because I have a uterus? Because I don't think men go through this, or, or as much as like women, where it's actually a systematic from the society, where you definitely feel as a single woman after a certain age, you definitely feel in some way being discriminated. I know they didn't do it on purpose, but it doesn't. It does really feel like this, you know. And like you know, things are being sold to you like. I get the ads about fertility, you know, or like, do you feel depressed about not having children? I get trolled by Facebook ads like that all the time. 
So it's one of those things that made me reevaluate, like, who am I? Am I being defined simply because my gender, or am I being defined by the work that I do? For me, it's really important that I make an impact. On the world that I live in, and I can do that in a few different ways. I can do that through my photography work. Most of my personal projects have to do with social issues, usually with women and also immigration, probably because it's both of my background. I can do it through staging as well. For me, staging more is really be about a place, a community that is accessible, that is inclusive, that is diverse, and we really celebrate that through the many different ways. That we do, you know, with SagerCon, that is a free international online conference. So immediately, that takes the geographic restriction away. People from around the world can attend. They can watch a replay for 24 hours. They also don't have to fly to certain places. So that makes it accessible because if you cannot afford to fly to a, a different place or to pay for a hotel for four or five days, you can just attend online. So that's a great option, and same thing with our awards. It's all about teaching the general public, showcasing what staging can do, and this is why I want to encourage all of you to really enter into the programs, into the awards, and then come to SagerCon. Obviously, all these things cost money to run. That's why we have paid courses and we charge for replays after a certain time. But that's just part of running the business. We need to do certain things to generate profit. To build the business, to support other things that we want to do, so those are really important things for me. And the other thing too is love for our community as well. Like you guys are getting a lot of love because I'm doing free training all the time. We're doing SagerCon、uh, twice this year, and then we're also oh, this is something that's also very very exciting for me because it's Lunar New Year soon, and I've always wanted to do like a Lunar New Year giveaway. Uh, so during Lunar New Year, all the kids get these red envelopes from their parents or their grandparents with like little money inside—not little money, like allowance money kind of thing. But these red envelopes is very auspicious, you know, fortune, and we call it little lucky bags in a way. So we are actually going to be doing a giveaway for Lunar New Year. We're going to give away eighty-eight. Lucky bags. There's going to be have different prizes inside. You can win courses. You can win gift certificate to the school. So we'll be announcing that really soon as well. So make sure you are entering yourself into the giveaway. And after that's done, after Lunar New Year, right after we're going to have our SagerCon retreat. So you definitely have to come. I'm super excited. John is going to teach about all about logistics. He is like the king of Excel and workflow. That's why I'm also really excited to have John on our team because when he interviewed for the admin, I was like, no, this is a waste of talent. You need to be coaching. And then, and then Courtney is going to be teaching about social media because that's basically a big portion of what she does at Sagemore. It's developing social media content and also helping me working on the marketing and all that stuff. So she's going to teach social media. I am going to teach about pricing and proposal. As you know, we just did a pricing guide that actually has been really popular. But some of you have seen it in our last free training series. People love the job costing spreadsheet. Uh, so that's in the pricing guide, and the other thing. Then people start asking, "Okay, how do I write a proposal?" And so my class for SagerCon retreat is going to be writing proposal, and then we're going to talk about pricing, obviously as well, because that's connected. 
And I'm gonna also do another session on inventory. So we're gonna talk about buying inventory, how to buy wholesale, and how to buy retail, and how to creatively create inventory that no one else has. So I'm gonna give you some DIY tricks. And so yeah, so that's gonna be super exciting. You should come, come, come to SageCon. All right. Yeah, so that's pretty much all my thing. You know, it's basically my theme will be this year is love. That's my keyword. So my love for work, love for myself, so the self-care, and love for people in my community. So you guys, my family, and then also students as well. So yeah, so that's my little report for 2020 and also what I'm looking forward for 2021. I'm super excited about what's coming up. All these new product we're developing. And also anytime you guys, if you want, you're looking for something specific, like a new template or email templates, because that's how our newsletter course was born. It's because people keep asking me about how do I do a newsletter? How do I write a blog post? So I was like, oh, why don't we do a course on this? And then we can teach you how to merge the two together and repurpose the content. So you're not always creating new content as well. So yeah, anytime, you know, I'm really open to your feedback. I think that's an important part of growth is to just take feedback from our audience. It's really important for us. And also like when we're looking into doing free training every quarter, like what are some of the things we can really work on and improve the programming? So I'm already working on the programming for SagerCon in July. Who are we going to invite? What are some of the key topics we really need to help stagers with? So those are some really important things that I'm looking to do in the upcoming quarters. Feel free to leave me a message on the post, or you can DM me as well. Oh, I do see a question coming in on Instagram. So let me see. So someone is asking SagerCon is virtual. Yeah, it's 100% virtual. So you can attend from anywhere in the world. And because it's virtual, this is why we have a 24-hour replay period. So people can catch up if they cannot attend live. Because obviously it's impossible to hit every single time zone in the world. I know that now because I live in Asia. I'm super far away from everyone. So yeah, so so those are kind of things that we are looking to do. And this is also why I think virtual in a way is actually more accessible because people literally don't have to fly and then pay for lodging for a week or so. But one of my goal in business is actually doing an in-person retreat, but like a really small and intimate one where I rent out like a villa on the beach in Italy or in France and I hire some chef in and we just eat really good food and drink and go swimming, do yoga and then work on our business during the day. We can like super nerd out on everything we're working on. Yeah, so that's really a dream. I want those kind of small, intimate, in-person retreat. And also do one with our team as well. I think that would be really exciting. Cordy's in Oregon. John is in Florida and Kendall is in South Africa. It would be really nice to be able to actually meet face to face because we do we do see each other on meetings and stuff over Zoom, but still it's not the same when you can actually say hello to someone. It would be nice if they bring their partner, I can meet their partner. Yeah, so so about one, we had to defeat the stupid pandemic and then two we have to plan it as well but that's the thing you can have all these dreams and goals but the thing is you need execution you need planning to go towards that 
because it would be nice to actually do an in-person retreat, but we also need to make sure that the cost can be covered for everyone. So yeah, so those are kind of things that we are planning. But yeah, it was really exciting. And I really did not expect to be able to launch six new courses last year. At the end of the year, we roll out the starter membership, which is really popular now because you get access to six courses in our school, plus any new one we're going to roll out this year. Also, with the starter membership, you also get an additional new class every month. I do a live course that's about 45 minutes. Uh, I call it a mentorship session on a different topic that I think stagers should know. But they're really not big enough to be a standalone course for. So we've done like a quarter planning session. We've done one that's on marketing. And the next month that I'm going to teach next week, actually, it's going to be about how to drum up more business. Because now we're heading into February. It's usually real estate goes up in March. And so February is like the perfect time for you to prep and start reaching out to home staging clients and to start getting ready for the busy season ahead. So those are some of the things that I'm looking to plan out in the curriculum. And we also added Accelerator. It's a really exciting program for me because I always really want to do a really high touch and really help a stager block out this basically 12 months to really help them push to the next level of their home staging business. And this is also why I brought John. This John is a student coach, so we're actually we are emailing and being in touch with the students every week to make sure they're moving forward with their home staging business and to make sure we can answer all their questions as well. And it's really impossible to cram everything into one single course. And so the accelerator students actually have access to every single course we have in Sage More. So they get six-figure floor plan and cash in the cushions. These are the two actually most fundamental courses that we have, but also the biggest ones. Because cash in the cushion talks about the staging skills and the styling and how you can leverage that into other arena in creative industries. And then Six Figure Four Home is all about systems and workflow and foundation, which is really important to make sure you're growing in a very sustainable way. So yeah, so those are the two major courses. And we also roll out two master classes, one on portfolio, one on online presentation. We also rolled out an interior photography course as well called Exposure to Profit. Because when you take a photo, it's an exposure, get it? Also, we have that blog and newsletter courses as well. So so yeah, lots of new different things happening in the school. So I'm really excited for 2021, even though we're still kind of in lockdown most places. But yeah, we can still work at home. So that's the great thing with technology. And thank you again for all your support. I cannot believe we're heading into the 15th year of Sage for More. I was working as a home staging company in the San Francisco Bay Area. And in 2017, we officially transitioned into an international school home staging. So it's been the fourth year as a school. And thank you so much for all the students who've been supporting and for all of you who've been supporting along the way, especially with the podcast. I just brought out a new editor. And so hopefully we're going to start pushing out new episodes soon. But yeah, it's super exciting. I can't believe it's been 15 years. I started my business when I was 25, not middle-aged women. <laughs> anyway, have a wonderful day, guys. Thank you so much. Bye. So that's it for today's show. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to help and support the show, there are three ways to do so. You can leave a review and rating on iTunes. You can share the show on social media, or you can donate to support the maintaining costs for the podcast. 
You can make a donation through the show notes or on the sidebar of our site. If you haven't left a review on iTunes, please do so. This will help us grow the show and book more guests. If you have any questions, feedback, and suggestions, you can comment on the show notes. You can also find the show notes by going to stagemore.com/podcast. That's it. Have a fantastic week and happy staging.